Today in the newscast, two U.S. soldiers are confirmed wounded as the Iranian regime ramps up its proxy war against the United States in Iraq. Plus, we take you on the ground to Iraqi Kurdistan. That's next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We've got two breaking updates for you on the story we've been following throughout the week here on the Watchman Newscast, the Iranian regime's escalating proxy war against U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria. Number one, and I mentioned this at the top, two U.S. service members are confirmed injured after yesterday's rocket barrage by Iran-backed Iraqi Shia militias against the Ain al-Assad airbase in western Iraq in Anbar province in specific. Now, the Iranian regime's proxies fired 14 rockets at Ain al-Assad. Some landed within the base, some landed around the perimeter, but U.S. officials are now confirming that two U.S. service members were wounded in this rocket barrage. One of the soldiers suffered a concussion. The other soldier suffered what was described as minor cuts, so not serious injuries, according to U.S. officials, but certainly an escalation here. Once you are hitting directly U.S. soldiers, that has to be seen as a major escalation on the part of the Iranian regime. And look, folks, we've told you since July 4th in particular, we've had at least four. Today, actually, we had our fifth attack against U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria Thursday morning. Today, July 8th, two rockets were fired at the U.S. embassy in Baghdad inside the Green Zone. Thankfully, no one was wounded in that attack. This is now becoming a daily occurrence. I mentioned July 4th as the date when things really ramped up. But folks, we can take it back to January 1st. Since that date, there have been no less than 55 attacks against U.S. forces in Iraq carried out by these Iranian-backed Shia militias using drones and rockets in each case. Now, a very interesting article today by Seth Fransman in the Jerusalem Post. He agreed that, look, this is a proxy war that Iran is waging against the United States, increasingly out in the open. But he brought up a very important point, folks. We've been here before. Between 2003-2011, the Iranian regime had a similar strategy against U.S. forces in Iraq. Hundreds of U.S. soldiers were killed during that period by Iranian-backed Shia militias, and by IEDs, or improvised explosive devices, that Iran supplied to its proxies in Iraq. The goal then was to drive the United States out of Iraq. Now, the U.S. did leave in December 2011, but returned, obviously, 2014-2015 to battle ISIS. Now the Iranian regime wants to push the U.S. out once again, and this time for good, they see what's happening in Afghanistan right now, where U.S. soldiers are leaving the field and coming home, and the Taliban almost instantaneously is making major advances across that country. Iran sees an opportunity here uh, to push the U.S. out as well. I mentioned yesterday that they want to create a fall of Saigon-type imagery in Iraq and create the impression or the image that U.S. soldiers are fleeing Afghanistan and Iraq with their tails between their legs and retreating from the might of the Iranian regime. Will the Biden White House allow the Iranian regime to accomplish that goal? Well, 
Based on what I've seen so far out of the Biden administration, I can't say that I'm very optimistic. Number one, of course, Iran waging that proxy war right now against U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria, and they have not been met with a forceful response of deterrence from the Biden administration. Number two, as we just mentioned, Iran, we've seen this script before, right? A decade ago, killed hundreds of American soldiers. Third, Iran just instigated a war between its proxy Hamas and Israel back in May. Fourth, the Iranian regime just elected a hardline radical revolutionary president named Ibrahim Raisi, who is very hostile to the West and to Israel, to say the least. Given all of that, you would think perhaps the Biden White House would say, you know what, let's come home from Vienna. Let's forget about these nuclear talks. But we're not seeing that. Again, the Biden administration seems desperate to re-enter that disastrous Iran nuclear deal. So it's no wonder the Iranian regime and its forces in the region are kind of puffing out their chests and going on the offensive right now. Well, one of the places where Iran, unfortunately, has been going on the offensive in recent months is Erbil, which is the capital of Iraqi Kurdistan in northern Iraq. Uh, Erbil has been bombarded as of late with drones and rockets from these Iranian-backed Shia militias in Iraq. I spent time there in the fall of 2019, had an incredible trip throughout Iraqi Kurdistan with my good friend Dalton Thomas of Frontier Alliance International, an organization doing incredible work. Check them out online, folks, FAI.org. Dalton made this trip happen. We were joined by the Kurdish Peshmerga. And wow, what an experience. Take a look at this clip from the Watchmen TV show in Erbil, Iraqi Kurdistan. Well, Dalton, I'm so glad to finally be here with you in Erbil, northern Iraq, Iraqi Kurdistan. For months we've been talking about it. You made it happen. Now we're here. This place is near and dear to your heart. Tell us why you are so connected to Iraqi Kurdistan. Well, for us, the personal journey started in Turkey, actually. We moved to Turkey back in when we started FAI, which is our little spiritual family. Frontier Alliance International, great organization that we featured here before on the show. Yeah, in fact, in, uh, in Israel, in the Golan, when we were working That's in right. Syria. And uh, we moved to Turkey because the Syrian war had started. And we moved into a neighborhood accidentally that was a Kurdish neighborhood. We started hearing the Kurdish story, the Kurdish narrative, hearing the hearts and the minds of Kurds, and we instantly fell in love with them. And just so people know, the work you're doing at FAI, you're going into war zones, into hot spots, and you're providing incredible humanitarian work. Yeah, we believe very much in creative access and that to tether together relief and humanitarian aid with the faithful representation of the gospel, to Amen. be both hands and feet and the message of the gospel itself, to display it among the nations. And the thing is, Kurdistan, a lot of people don't, you say Kurdistan, they go, where? I can't find it on the map. Yeah. Where is it? You know. Uh, and the reason why is because Kurdistan, the best way that I know how to explain Kurdistan, what it is, is it's a pre-state inside of a failed state, Iraq. Iraq, surrounded by rogue jihadi states. We're going to talk more about the geopolitical strategic situation here and why the Kurds are such an invaluable ally for the United States right here in the heart of the Middle East. 
but we have to mention where we are right now. Yeah. This is a fascinating place. Set the scene for us. So right now we're in the old city, the Citadel, right in the heart of Erbil. Now the crazy thing about this place is, as you can see, it, it looks pretty old. Uh, and it just, is pretty old. <laughs> it's not just pretty old. This is the oldest inhabitable city in the world, meaning there's no other city that, that some come close like Damascus, but there's no other city in the world yeah. that there's a record of a population living inside of this city longer than this one right here that we're walking in right here. The crazy thing about our bill, this is what's crazy. People go, oh, you probably heard this when you were getting on a plane to come here saying, oh, you're going to Iraq. It's yes. so dangerous. Erbil, this is one of the top five safest cities in the world. Wait, please repeat that for us. Erbil, so we're walking right now which is yeah. in Iraq, technically, yeah. is classified in terms of statistically one of the five most safest cities in the world in terms of statistics. Wow. Which is mind-blowing when you think yeah. the, neighborhood the neighborhood that we're in. But I can attest to it. Living here, you know, raising kids here, this is, uh, you know, think about it. A U.S. service member or even an Israeli service member could walk the streets of this place and people will come out of the shops, shake your hand and say thank you. Yes. They'll hug you, they'll kiss you. They love the United States, they love Israel. Yeah. It's a Muslim country. The U.S.-Kurdish relationship, the cooperation against ISIS, and we're gonna talk about that more coming up, but the cooperation against ISIS, against Saddam Hussein, take it back about 25 years. Yeah. The Kurds have been a steadfast and loyal ally of the United States for many, many years. Yeah, this is the bottom line. Kurdistan is the Iraq that we dreamed of in 2003. When we deposed Saddam Hussein, we had this envision of religious liberty that was all of these things. You go down and you look at Iraq today. Iraq is none of those things. Iraq today is Iran. Kurdistan is everything that we fought and bled and died and believed in 2003. Yeah, take us through the history of this proud people a little bit that goes back thousands of years here in the region and that also has a biblical connection. Profound biblical connection. And you know, the question is where do you start? There's so much, but yeah. you know, let's, let's take uh, Assyrian and Babylonian invasion. You know, the, the Jewish people are, uh, their lands invaded and violated and they're deported. Where are they deported to? Here. Here. So the, the indigenous people of this land became the custodians in many ways of Jewish presence in their midst. And you can meet Kurds today who will talk about before 1948, how there was still Jewish presence here and how they believe it is their responsibility to care for the Jews who were still in exile in their midst, who then went back in 1948. Now think of that, what other country in the Middle East thinks and talks that way? Yeah, who's actually reminisce, has fond reminiscences of the Jewish presence here and would like to see it return. And I think it's because God's hand is on this people in a profound way. You know, this is, this is profound. You know, we talk about the wise men who came, you know, to, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. But where did the wise men come from? They came from here. And if you talk to the Kurds today, the Kurds just assume it. It's just, yeah, the wise men, they were Kurds. So think about this, potentially the first people to acknowledge the divinity of baby Jesus in Bethlehem who traveled to the land of Israel were more than likely were Kurds. Now go to Pentecost, Acts 2. There's a list in Acts 2, it says that all of these peoples gathered in Jerusalem for the Feast of Pentecost. Mm -hmm. They gathered there and who's the first people mentioned? but the, the biblical term for the Kurds. Now, if you want to see our full show from Erbil, Iraqi Kurdistan, just go to 
episodes, full episodes, right here on our YouTube channel. It was episode 153. While you're there, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted right here on our YouTube channel. Hey, speaking of the Watchmen TV show, tonight, uh, Thursday, July 8th, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, you can catch the show on TBN, the world's largest Christian television network. We air every Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Fridays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on TBN. If you are in the States, please tune in. We've got a great block of pro-Israel programming lined up every Thursday night on TBN. Cutting-edge information that I think you'll really enjoy. If you don't live in the States, you don't have TBN, don't worry. You can always catch the clips later on right here on our YouTube channel. Hey, folks, keep the Kurds in your prayers. Keep U.S. soldiers in Iraq and U.S. personnel in that chaotic country in your prayers as well, that God's covering is over them and to comfort their families right now. I know a lot of people with loved ones who are serving overseas. It can be a very uneasy feeling, obviously, when things ramp up like we're seeing right now in Iraq and Afghanistan. So please keep all of them in your prayers. We pray for you, all of our Watchmen subscribers. We love you and appreciate you. Thanks for joining us today here on the newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.